It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back with the party time in the Mothership with your Studio 22. We've been lost in space. The uh, Snowvid 21 hit us hard, <laughs> and we have just been floating out there in the nether regions of all things, freezing cold, giving new meaning to the word WAP, water and power. Oh, my gosh. It is good to be back in here. Of course, the perfectionist, the puppet master, Mark, who is the helm driving us and Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Look at you cute kids. Y'all have survived. Oh, I've missed being with you guys so much. I got so much. Do you know how frustrating it is to be a guy like me who's hyperactive and so many things going on in the world and I don't have a chance to get it off my chest? I have literally been exploding with the need to ejaculate the information from my brain and from my heart and my deep, deep, deep-seated emotions of which I'm feeling. Even Dolly barks off in the distance. Arf! Arf! <laughs> oh my god look at silent dear, dear herbert back there he's just hanging out he's frozen solid he's been frozen solid forever <laughs> i hope you guys are doing okay i hope you made it through uh you wonderful beautiful texans you uh you strong resilient tough texans uh you went through a lot it wasn't about the cold outside it was about the cold on the inside and that should never have happened it's unfortunate and i did my fair share of bitching about it on facebook we're going to talk about all of that thing all of that stuff we're going to talk about uh, t-shirt ripoffs. We're going to talk about bad government decisions. We're going to talk about uh, all manner and sort of things that have been going on. Uh, how Facebook has become just a vitriolic cesspool filled with trolls and narcissistic Machiavellian morons. Party foul. Steve is at the pub holding down the fort. Look at that handsome man over there representing Chad Brather 2022. I love it, Steve. It's only, shirt I had, only shirt I had. <laughs> the only one that was clean? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> false. I had Every shirt in my house is always clean. So. Always clean. Well, yeah. especially when you've got a distribution center, you can just walk back there yep, and grab it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just grab a new one right off the shelf. Just right and, off the uh, shelf. That's why Steve, Steve's never has anything but the new fold wrinkles. Yes. I have, uh, <laughs> I have every Chad Prather shirt. That's beautiful. <laughs> every single one of them. Oh, hot news, Natalie. You are lovely as always. I'm glad to see you. You guys had a little uh, episode with what? Your pool? Yes. It's hard to complain about that, but we lost power for 35 hours. Yeah. Nothing's going to stay not frozen or it's going to stay thawed if you're, you know, without electricity for 35 hours. So we decided to turn the water off at the main, dump the lines and jump ship. But I do have video. I didn't post it because I know people will be like, I can't believe you let your children do that. But they're walking all over our pool because it was it was frozen. So our buddy uh, Matt Pittman at Meat Church, he had his kids out there playing hockey on the swimming pool. Yes. And he and I was like, those kids are going to fall through. Yeah. But I've been around his kids and he may be okay with that. Uh, (laughs) They're pretty wild. Uh, I'm just kidding. The uh, the um, I can't wait to get Lisa Page back in studio. because She and Stu had a mess at their house. With the fire sprinklers that, I mean, if you got oh. the sprinkler system in your house, that ought to tell you, first world you're living Yeah, in. I was going to say, it, it, their, their, their damages <laughs> were more than what my house cost. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally probably close to It true. was everywhere. Oh, it's bad. I mean, you know, look, if you go through it, I, I um, we had a couple of episodes, different folks that we worked with over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, different people's houses. I tried to get involved, uh, I say over the weekend, through the week and the weekend, different people. Um, I'll tell you, you, you could sell plumbing parts right now in Texas oh, like yeah. drugs. You can't find an elbow. You can't find a 90. <laughs> uh, Teflon tape is, is at a premium. You're not going to find any uh, pipe dope. You're not going to find any of it. This stuff is gone, man. No, we need it. 
We yeah. need that stuff. Yeah, it's like a, it's like drugs on the street. Yes. Street value of CPPC is gone through the roof. It's insane. <laughs> Texas has been through it. We're going to have fun on this show. Uh, in, oh, my God, how in the world can you have fun when people have died? Well, you just sit back and watch us, jackass. <laughs> you never thought COVID could cost you your home, right? It might just cost you very much so your home because cybercrime's up 75% since the pandemic hit. By far the most serious cybercrime to worry about is home title theft. You've heard me talk about it. And cybercriminals are still out there, both foreign and domestic, after your home and your home title. And it's easier for them to get than you ever imagined. The title documents to your homes are online right now. The thief finds your home title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home to him. And then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You don't know uh, until the late payments come. The eviction notices show up. Insurance isn't going to cover it, neither do common identity theft programs. That's why I'm going to protect my home with home title lock. Dolly says amen. The instant home title lock detects someone tampering with my home's title, they help shut it down immediately. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. Then use code RADIO to receive 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Go there today. Be right back. All right, where to begin, where to begin, where to begin? So many things, so many things. First of all, uh, this, the storm of the century hit. Yes. Right? I mean, 100-year storm. And it wasn't that, you know, my, my kids off at college, they called me and they said, how deep did the snow get? And I said, it's, it did get deep. It got mm -hmm. wide. Like, it was snowing all over the Rio Grande Valley. They, they were covered up in Laredo. McAllen, Texas was covered. Uh, down into Mexico, it was bad. And, of course, the power, blip, it was gone. We can get into, and we, I'm sure we will in, in maybe in this episode, but in episodes to come, we'll talk about who's to blame, who knows who's to blame. I, everybody's to blame because it wasn't the cold outside. Everybody said, you bunch of Texans, y'all are a bunch of wimps. It wasn't about that. It was about, um, it was about uh, I mean, we deal with extreme weather all the time, right? We'll have 60-plus days. Dolly's got her little toy down there. We'll have 60-plus days this summer of triple-digit weather, right? Mm hmm And uh, just come over here and grab it. And uh, we'll just... There it goes, Allison. Get the dog. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great idea, Allison. Everybody knows Allison. Just give her a, give her a toy that squeaks. Uh, <clears throat> it's a 100-year storm, too. I mean... It's a 100-year storm, right? And it's not that it got cold outside. We can handle the cold. Mm -hmm. It's that it got cold inside. Yes. I mean, I see all pictures of icicles hanging from people's ceiling fans. Uh, inside people's windows were frozen where any moisture got in there. Uh, we have friends, Elijah Schaefer, Elijah and Kezia Schaefer, slightly offensive here at Blaze. Uh, they were sleeping in 10 degrees mm -hmm. in their house. You know, they had every candle in the house lit up trying to get warm in their, in their apartment. People say, you should have been prepared for that. Well, we're not prepared for that here in Texas. We don't have the kind of street equipment. We don't have the, the kind of uh, infrastructure. We don't build our homes for that kind of cold. It's just like people in Montana don't put air conditioning units in their, in their you know, million-dollar lodges. Sure. They don't do that because they well, don't need it. We got warned that we were going to have the rolling blackout. So when we lost power at 5 a.m., we're like, okay, it's going to come back on. Well, when it didn't come back on. Yeah. Now, two streets over, they never lost power. Mm -hmm. And then 
you know, South Lake had rolling blackouts from the beginning to the very end of this. So yeah. it was very, and all of that's within a couple of mile radius of each other. It was very interesting how, <clears throat> what went down. Well, we were stuck because we were doing shows. Steve and I, we were down in um, Horseshoe Bay outside of Marble Falls. And it sounds crazy that we got stranded at a five-star resort where we were doing shows. But that five-star res- resort went down to one real quick when all this <laughs> crap hit because, one, I was had a gout flare-up. I was on the sixth floor of the hotel, mm. couldn't, and there was no elevator. So I was kind of stuck. Uh, I could make it down and up about one time a day. And so that was bad on me. My stomach was messed up because I've been, I've been a little under the weather. And uh, they, the power kept going out there. Finally, the water went out there on the day we got out of there. It took us about, what, six hours to get back home, which normally should have been about a three-hour trip. Yeah, it took <laughs> twice as long. Yeah. I got stuck on the elevator. Steve got stranded oh, no. on the elevator? Between the fifth and sixth floor. With a girl named Raquel. <laughs> I was by myself, <laughs> total like kind of freaked out for That's a moment. And then all it. of a sudden, it started slowly descending. And all of a sudden, it opened up, and I was on the first floor. Yeah, Ugh. it was three minutes of pure terror. Sure, yeah. he but he t- he found the time to take a selfie of himself while yeah, he was in. I there. did, yeah. Yeah. and I and I sent everybody a text. I, it was like, "Hey guys, I'm stuck on the elevator. Well, Nobody priorities. came. Yeah, me. Yeah. So it was it, you know it was, it was kind of harrowing. It was harrowing in the five star resort for us. And then uh, I got home. I was home for maybe 24 hours, had to travel again, almost died on I-35 because uh, trucks started sliding all over the interstate. And I was like, <coughs> this is it. This is it. I'm coming home, Elizabeth. Yeah, I come, Jesus. But we got through it. Uh, when I say we, I mean me and my personalities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but it was crazy. So in the middle of all of this stuff, and this is what I want to get to, in the middle of all of this stuff, we, we had this idea, as soon as the storm hit and the power went out and it wasn't coming back on, Allison, everybody knows Allison, texted me, and then we just started, we, we brainstormed, and Allison came up with this idea of, of a t-shirt benefiting the homeless in Dallas-Fort Worth with an organization called Cloud Covered Streets, which is based out of Arizona, and we've developed a relationship with them, and they have these trailers that go around, and they, they just bring dignity to people that are homeless, right? They not only help them, but they give them haircuts, and they just, they just let them get clean and all of these different things, and they, and they work with the homeless. And so she came up with our Snowvid 21 Texas Strong t-shirt, and we put the thing out there. People started buying it. Well, it was crazy because people started ripping the idea off. Right? I saw that. I saw an ad for one. Yeah, I mean, there are tons of Today. Them. I mean, the, the ripoff became viral. The, yeah. The ripoff of the shirt became viral. So we're, we're donating proceeds from the sale of the shirts to Cloud Covered Streets because we're helping them build a new trailer, and they take these trailers around, and that's what they do. Um, you know, it's a beautiful wrapped trailer, and they, they just help these people. They serve these people with these trailers. And so we're trying to get them a new trailer for Fort Worth. And various other parts of Texas, because it's going to be an ongoing partnership between us and Cloud Covered Streets. And they're just great quality people. And so, I mean, T-shirt ideas get ripped off all the time. I get that. I mean, you, you can't trademark a T-shirt. I can't trademark Snowvid 21 unless I start an apparel brand called Snowvid 21 Apparel. Got it. Right. Can't do that. And it's got to be in the labels and all that. So I don't care that T-shirt ideas got ripped off. But man, then it became an online battle of people wanting to fight for this design. And like anything that said Snowvid 21, no matter what the design looked like, people were, people were like, oh, that is Chad 
Matt Prather's design, they were getting pissed off. <laughs> and it became a battle. It became, and so it honestly, the talk helped us because it got more attention to the shirt. And, and then people just really promoting it and pushing it and stuff like that. I like that. I like that people they, went to battle for you. They did. Yeah. They not only just copied the image straight off of our website. Some of them on the Etsy still had our logo on the oh, sleeve. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they and didn't even just, take Chad Prather off. They didn't even take it off the sleeve. And so I started kind of going after these, you know, yeah. individuals. And I got banned from about 10 or 11 pages on Facebook. Then finally I gave up. But there was one lady in San Antonio. She apologized and she took did. hers there, down. There were people who. And so I was like, all of y'all go like her page. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. There was, uh, there was uh, a lot of people who they, the design got put on Etsy. People were buying it. For three dollars and sixty-five cents, they were buying our exact image, <laughs> and and there were there were folks who I, I've, I saw it today. Yeah, they're still out there. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them out there, and people were like, "Aren't you pissed off?" And I'm like, "No," because I mean, we everything gets ripped off. Well, but good idea. Well, Allison's to thank for that. Allison, Allison, Allison did a hell of a job. Brilliant on that thing. mind. Allison is. Uh, she went from being my personal assistant to being my vice president this week. So there she is. She is the vice president and chief of operations of CP. Uh, Lieutenant governor. She, she basically is. So that was a fun little episode. And uh, I do. I just want to say I say, I'll tell that story to say thank you for the support. Uh, Cloud Cover Street certainly uh, appreciates it as well. And a lot of people got pissed off. They're like, how dare you? I mean, you're making fun of what this tragedy is. And, and there were people who were like. I've seen this design online since Wednesday. I'm like, bitch, we had long sleeve out by Wednesday. Right. <laughs> this thing's been online. This thing's been online. So what we would do, the other thing is, is people would copy it, and then they would put it, the shirt on some cute little girl and put it out there. So we would just steal their, their picture and use their model yes. <laughs> to sell our stuff. And it's then put Chad cool. Prather back on the side. No, they left, side. A lot of them just left that on the sleeve, okay. even on their models. So yeah, it was pretty right. funny. Like, but it was fun. Uh, but no, it's, it's all about, it's all about helping. And that's what we were trying to do. And we're still trying to do it. And one of our models, we just, we, you know, we've talked about this for the longest time. One of our models has been, we're going to, uh, we're going to make sure that everything we do benefits somebody going forward. Everything we do is going to benefit somebody. Um, and like, Steve's hoping it's him. Yeah, I know he is. I know <laughs> he is. It always benefits me because, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, he has, he somebody keeps has to package that and mail it off. That's and all right. That, so he keeps a job. That's earned. That's earned. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun deal. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's fun to help people. Yeah. You know, just being able to invest in people's lives is, is exciting and fun and, and always a good thing. Yeah. And you can make checks directly to me. There yeah, it is. They, they cash. Just, uh, Steve yeah. Powell will cash your check yes. sent sure. to Steve Powell. Um, he is a for-profit industry. P-O-W-E. But it's been hard. Uh, there have been a lot of tragedies over the last week. You experienced a personal tragedy we won't get into. Um, I mean, unless you just wanted to talk about it, but I don't think you do. Um, but, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not there yet. not emotionally in that place. Um, just various things that were happening. Of course, that hundred car pileup that happened on I thirty five. Hundred and thirty two cars. Which 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 just kind of has gotten buried now in the yeah. news. Um, tragedy, tragic situation that was there. Uh, and God bless our first responders. Let me just say, and I said this on a live video on Facebook the other day. Uh, you know, I've always talked about our military, and I've always praised our our uh, <coughs> law enforcement, our firefighters, and our EMS, EMTs. And, and our truckers, you know. But let me just say, our linemen are first responders. Mm -hmm. 
the linemen that are out there busting their ass in that cold weather. I had to travel Wednesday, and I was traveling. It was dark, and those the weather was it was bad. You know, the ice and all that stuff. And I was trying to be careful. It was a long, long trip, and I and just seeing those trucks that were out there, and those guys who are out there for long, long shifts. And this is Texas. Thank God it's Texas because you know here we are. It's, it'll be seventy degrees again today. It was seventy-five yesterday. You know, I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on my rooftop yesterday. It was gorgeous. Yes. Yesterday, Sunday afternoon, and and it's gorgeous again. That that's why we live in Texas. I mean, you know, we look. We we're okay with it being one hundred and twenty heat index. That's why we float the rivers. Um, you know, that, and my next big campaign that's coming along is open Texas. I'm I'm telling you, man, Texans. You had, let me just walk you guys back through the whole scenario of the last year. You had coronavirus that happened. People got sick. People shut down. People, people self-quarantined, all this. Then the mandates came, and people lost jobs. There were businesses that shut down. The 51 percenters, the places that serve alcohol, 51% alcohol, the bars and, and the venues and things like that, the live music industry, all that stuff suffered. That's one of the next big ones we're about to start helping uh, is these folks who have lost business or lost income because of that, and they're hardworking people. Um, and and um, uh, another is um, then Joe Biden got elected. Executive orders start causing people in Texas to lose jobs. And then two weeks later, the, the, the snowstorm hits, and now more people are out. They're losing income. They're doing, and so Texas has been hit hard. I'm talking about the individual Texan. And so we were out. We did a show Saturday night, and it was good to get out around people again. Uh, and, and we were down at College Station and just shake hands and hear stories and talk to people. And, and I had one guy on, online who was like, you know, running for governor's more than just hanging out with drunks on 6th Street. And I was like, well, kiss my ass if you think the average Texan out there having a good time is a drunk on 6th Street. And God bless the drunks on 6th Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, people out there supporting live music, supporting, you know, industry and bars and restaurants and things like that. Those are the real Uber. Texans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uber. That's right. They got to get home. I yep. mean, you know, God bless Texans. Yep. And God bless Texans that love Texas. I'm, I, it just it thrills me to see people who love this state. I have a friend who's a nurse and worked her shift and then on her way home she she saw some linemen my brother-in-law is a lineman yeah saw some linemen ran and got donuts and kolaches that's awesome and this is a girl who's exhausted yeah being at the you know at the hospital ran and and delivered them (coughs) donuts and kolaches i said uh i I stopped in the gas station uh the other night just kind of toot my own horn he who tooteth not his own horn remains in a perpetual state of untootedness Mm -hmm. and there were a bunch of linemen in there um and i said you guys, everybody in the room, get whatever you want. Coffee, snacks, drinks, whatever you want. Here comes Jose with a 12-pack of Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. They didn't, none of them understand what I was saying. No. <clears throat> but I was like, everybody in the store right now, get what you want. It's on me. Oh, Chad. And, and, and you know, they didn't understand English, but it was okay. Um, they, it, they knew enough. They knew enough. They did. And I didn't care if they bought a six-pack of beer. I no. was like, get a six-pack of beer. They didn't do that. They were working. But I, I wouldn't care. I'm telling you, man. You just it, invest in people. That's mm-hmm. what I'm telling you. Invest in people. It'll always come back to you. Yeah. You know, if you want corn, plant corn. By God, do it. Hey, uh, let there be no doubt. Big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give these big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now's the time to protect your stance, protect your personal data from big tech. 
With the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. You see, every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, your tablet, TV, it's all got a unique string of numbers called an IP address. And when you search for stuff, watch videos, <coughs> or even click a link, big tech companies can use that IP to track all your activity and tie it back to you. Now, when I use ExpressVPN, and I use it right here on my mobile device, my connection gets rerouted through their secure encrypted servers so these companies can't see my IP address at all. My internet activity becomes anonymized, and my network data is encrypted. And the best part is you don't need to be tech savvy at all to use ExpressVPN. Just download the app on your phone or your computer, tap one button, and you're protected. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you, and just go out there and defend your right. Use (laughs) expressvpn.com slash watchchad. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash watchchad. You'll get an extra uh, three months, uh, three extra months for free. Expressvpn.com slash watchchad. Do it today to learn more. Be right back. I'm wildly optimistic, just about life in general. I was going to say about what? Just about life. I don't know. You know, I always I get on I get on social media like I did this morning, and I was like, you know what, man, the the the, the prospects of the future are as bright as the promises of God, and just be excited about a new week and and what's coming. And then I think I might die in a car crash on Thursday, but whatever. Yeah, I went out happy. I went out happy, just rocking and rolling. I'm glad you're optimistic. Dealing with the trolls, man. Yeah. And for the last time, I'm for medical freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Vaccinate your kids. Don't vaccinate your kids. Uh, I'm for medical freedom. I don't think there should be exemption forms. That's that's how free I believe things should be. I have been attacked so much over a little clip that was taken out of a live feed video several months ago, about six, seven, eight, eight months ago. Uh, where I said, look, you're going to have to face the consequences with the system the way it is right now. If you don't vaccinate your kids, you're going to face consequences. You're going to have to choose to homeschool your kids. You have to put up or shut up, right? Uh, But that's the system as it exists right now. The larger context of what I was saying was we need to get rid of those exemptions so that people aren't penalized for exercising medical freedom. I want the parent to be the parent, right? And if you choose not to vaccinate, there's going to be consequences, period. There's going to be consequences. You know that. You're willing to embrace that. But be willing to embrace all the consequences that come with it, right? Uh, And people are like, you're saying people should be ostracized from society because they didn't vaccinate their children. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they should get polio or something. Huh? They should get polio or something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) something like that. I mean, man, I hope they get sick. I'm just kidding, right? I mean, when, I, when I'm, I'm, I'm saying those things tongue-in-cheek, and I had a guy who came at me, and he goes, Chad, you need to stop being so condescending to people. You need to sound more like a governor if you're going to run for things. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to be shit on by people and then take it mm-hmm. and then sit there and be a kiss-ass politician that rolls over like you're used to everybody doing, and they never accomplish anything. Go out there and just pet everybody and be just everybody's buddy and ooh ooh gaga kissy kissy, and then go out there and collect my you know my my back end out there on the stock market because I got some insider trading information and I'm a bought out freaking politician. No, if I if if you need to kiss my ass, I'm gonna tell you to do it. 
And that's just kind of the way I am. I've made a living and a personality as, as I am. I became who I am by saying what I feel. And I'm not going to stop doing that just because now I'm a candidate for something. And I'm a candidate for something. If you don't like it, don't vote for me. I mean, it's real simple. That reminds me. They ask you to quit being a smart ass. <laughs> I know. Quit being a smart ass. Will you kiss my ass? I will be a smart ass until the day I die. Right. Well, that's not very governor of you. Well, I'll tell you what, you can have the nicest, most eloquent, most polished, just just the sharpest little lawyer tack in the box. Watch out. You can just have them all. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out now. What you thinking? No, I'm agreeing. Yeah. I'm like, get get that smart yeah. lawyer. Clean cut. Clean cut. Yeah. I and mean, then you, watch the I, truth I, look, come I'm not, out. I'm not an attorney. I'm not some, well, he needs to be somebody who studied the Constitution in college. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> Barack Obama is a, quote, constitutional scholar, right? And the guy can't, the guy don't even know it. I mean, let me tell you something. Constitutional. I, yeah. <laughs> People frustrate the shit out of me, man. Hey, you, want, you want me to be quiet and be calm? And, no, I'm not going to do that. I am not going to do that. This is, this is by God, Texas, and we're in a fight, and I'm going to tell you the way it is. If you want to tell me to clean up and polish up and act like this and act like that, no, you go find your own damn cookie-cutter politician. Yeah. And you mold him in your image. I, I'd hate to be any one of y'all's preacher or pastor because, God forbid, they ever tell you the truth. Mm. Somebody tell you the truth and you're ready to vote them out. I've always said that's the problem with churches in America. They gut shoot their preachers and then shoot them for not having any guts. That's what they do with their politicians, too. You guys go out there and they want to make a difference and then you want to tell them how to run things. I'll tell you what you do. You go run for office since you know it all. You go put your ass on the line and you take the public heat. You get all transparent, pour your bones out in the yard, and then let somebody come after you. And let's see how well you take it. I've been doing this crap for 10 years. I've been out here in the public eye for almost 10 years taking people's garbage, listening to the stuff, and putting it right back out there on them. And I will not stop doing that. These are the people that are moaning about politicians and who they are and yeah. not knowing the truth. And then they come to you and say, you need to be more like them. You need to be exactly more like them. Oh my God! That's you need to what be you're more griping like these, about. These wusses that are in 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 Austin or in D.C. That blah 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 blah. Maybe you can go. To, you complain a lot. Maybe you should go down to Cancun with your buddy Ted Cruz. <laughs> I'd love to have been in ah, Cancun. That'd be great. We'll that'd talk more great. about that. Chrissy Mayer is going to be on the show tomorrow night. We're going to. She's a fun comedian. We're going to talk more about Ted Cruz. Uh, I don't blame Ted. I, I mean, my God, what do you want him to do? Be up there twisting screws? I thought his braids looked good. His braids look fantastic, yeah. man. Ted was down on the beach getting his cornrows. Look good, <laughs> man. I, this, people are people are a comic comic strip. They really are, man. It's like reading Doonesbury. I, I swear to God. When I did hear that they were protesting outside of his house, I thought, well, here we go. Yeah. That that is a good use of your time. Yeah, yeah. It ain't that cold in Texas. <laughs> yeah. You go out there and stand in the street. Freeze your, freeze your nuts off talking about Ted Cruz. I, th I think most of his work can be done over a telephone from wherever he's at. The guy is a the world. federal federal representative. He's not. He's not. A, he's not in the. Look at, look at Ted. <laughs> look at that shot of him right there. Oh, <coughs> and who doesn't love Cancun? Ted's a badass. It's a fun place. I know. I'm going to Cancun. Sometime I want to go year. there. It was a bad. It was a bad take. It was a bad look. It was a bad yeah, image. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody throws a fit when a president goes and plays golf. Yeah. Who gives a shit if he's I, doing I, his I job? Go play golf. Agree. Hey, you play once a day. I don't care as long as you're in there doing what you yeah. were 
supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. God forbid. And, and that's kind of ties in with what I was saying. I mean, you should just change. I mean, you should just sit in your office 24 hours a day, signing papers, making sure that, well, you know, sometimes things get done outside the office. I've gotten far more stuff done. I can remember having board meetings on the golf course. When oh, you yeah. go out there, drink a few beers, and, and you're out there having fun. You're cutting up, giving each other a hard time. And then, and then you turn around and you go, hey, what do we want to do about this policy right here, this mm-hmm. little thing? Have y'all thought any more about that? Well, yeah, you know, my idea is to do this. Okay. Hey, that was a good shot. I mean, that, that, that you get far more done, or at least I do. That's where a lot of compromises happen yeah. in a very happy way. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's going to bed early and taking naps during yeah. the day. So I love those. I love those headlines from last week, man, where uh, one of them said that he beat his granddaughter in, in Mario Kart as Luigi at Camp David. Well, one, <coughs> they got to keep him playing video games because they got to keep his cognitive st- skills up, right? And and I'm glad he's got the joystick in his hand because at least he's not busy sniffing his granddaughter. Uh, and then and then the other one that was that was Newsweek. Then CNN said that Joe Biden likes to keep a fire going in the Oval Office fireplace, and sometimes he adds a log himself. <laughs> this is news, <laughs> Natalie. This is hot news, Natalie. This is this is hardcore journalism. Unlike his predecessors, the article went on to say, oh. he is an early to bed type of guy. Yeah. Okay. It's because he can't stay awake. <coughs> I mean, he's sleep, like, sleepy Joe for a reason, right? Yeah. I mean, I put it on Twitter. They, de- you know, Joe Biden declared Texas a disaster. Well, Texans declared Joe Biden a disaster a long time ago. I mean, that's just a fact of the matter. Well, at least he's helping out. Donald Trump would be on the golf course. <laughs> well, I got news for you. Uh, I was with Donald and Melania when they came down here for their second trip during Hurricane Harvey. Uh, we were with them physically in their presence, so I know they were here. I ain't seen hiding our hair at Joe Biden, and I don't need Ocasio-Cortez coming down here. Oh, I don't need her coming down here crying at the border at the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <coughs> They're like, well, she raised money for it. So did I. Yep. So did I. I raised money for Texans. I heard Joe Biden's on the way, though. Well, good for him. He's probably on. He's probably on the stagecoach, coming on in. Yeah, riding in on his little. Here I come, Joe. I'm coming for you, Texas corn pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tech Packs, the premier monthly subscription box of military tactical prepper and Second Amendment for Second Amendment enthusiasts. For just forty nine ninety five a month, you get at least a hundred dollars worth of gear from different companies like Five Eleven, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First, Tactical, Armaspec, and a whole lot more. They're going to send out AR fifteen parts and accessories, EDC tools, knives, and gear to keep you prepared for when it hits the fan. The March Pack is a perfect jumping in point uh, to see what all these boxes are about. A lot of variety in this one. Seven items total include range gear, tools, EDC, apparel, and more. Go to TACPAC, T-A-C-PAC.com. Use promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad to check out, uh, at checkout, to receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack. Don't wait. These are flying off the shelves, and they've sold out before the deadline in the past few months. Sign up today. TACPAC.com. That's T-A-C-P-A-C-K. Dot com. Do not forget to use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. Here we go. 
People, everybody that comes into my uh, house recently, they're trying to figure out why I have my powdered wig. This is sex right here. This is pure sex. You got to get it straight. It's okay. I look like I've been having sex with this thing. Everything's backwards on it. Anyway, my powdered wig, we'll get it straight. How are you? You're irresistible with gout and white hair. Get it. You should see me in my walker. Mm. With my walker. At least you look more Stop. political now. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. I want to make sure that everybody gets the, the, the uh, politician that they think they deserve. And this is, I'm coming at them straight Sam Adams. Or you're an Australian judge. Yeah, maybe. I could be a barrister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't get this hair straight. I got I to gotta, gotta fix my wig, Mark. Halt. Makeup. 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 Anyway, I, I totally look like, uh, <laughs> totally look like Mel Gibson right now. Little, ooh. Yeah. Little JBS. Then I went like Martha Stewart. This is why oh. people need to watch this show. They can't just listen to it. If you're listening to it, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and a review. Anyway, uh, why am I wearing my powdered wig? Well, I want to. I'm, gonna, I'm doing very political things these days. Um, I, I, um, one of the things we're doing is we're sending poo to Pelosi. That has been a fantastic little campaign right there. We're sending uh, Pelosi poo to Nancy. I'm actually going to deliver it right there to her office. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break in. Uh, no, don't say that. Okay, I can't do that. <laughs> Never mind. God, whatever. Um, the... Um, I mean, insurrectionists take all the fun out of everything. I ruined it all. No, we, we are. Insert, We're going to get some poo to Pelosi. What? Huh? What did you say? Insert what? Insertions. Oh. Insertionists. Not mm-hmm. what I heard. Erectionists, I started, as Chuck Schumer said. Insert erections. All the erectionists. Like, what is that? We're going to... Uh, I haven't been able to uh, oh. figure out... Wow. Cowboy Sam Adams, right there. That's a look. What Line you know? up, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Line up for my phone number. It's on the bathroom stall. Holla. Holla at your boy. Um, anyway, anyway, let me, get my, let me get my Sam Adams due back. There we go. So one of the things we're doing is people are like, you're so childish. How can you be running for governor of the state of Texas and be so childish? My middle schoolers wouldn't send poo to Pelosi. Well, we got the little poo squeeze balls. Stress ball. Yeah, stress balls. And it mm-hmm. says Pelosi poo. Got a little smiley face on there. Actually, it's like kind of a little drunk face. You can't have nasty Pelosi drunk faces on there. And your teeth is falling out and she's just smiling with no teeth. And so, we, so what we're doing is people can sponsor these, these poo balls. <laughs> and we're gonna, I'm going to take a box load of them, maybe to San Francisco. I'm taking a trip. I'm taking a trip. I'm going to go maybe to Nancy's house. I thought about like scooping up the human feces mm. from around her house because it's all over the streets, right? Mm-hmm, there in San Francisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is we're going we're to deliver a box of poo. It's going to be a big old box of poo. Now, the reason I'm wearing the wig is I'm writing the Declaration of Independence. And on the Declaration of Independence, we are listing off everybody. We're, we're basically, we're signing their names. Just like, just like John Hancock, just like all of them, just signing names on there. So you are represented. If you sponsor Poo for Pelosi, because we're not taking any more of Pelosi's shit, we're going to put you on the Declaration of Independence, and then we're go- it's going to be a nice, beautiful, uh, a written-out scroll, and we're going to declare our independence from Pelosi. Okay. That's what we're doing. 
And uh, you can go to watchchad.com to join the fun. You can actually order your own Pelosi poo if you want. Um, we'll send it to you. Or you just sponsor the poo to go to, to, go to Nancy. Mm-hmm. People are like, you'll never get it to her. The security is too strong. You know not. The power of a patriot, my friend. They know not. We just throw it in her yard. Yeah, one at a time. Whoop. Then Dolly will chase it over and be bringing poo back to us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, go get some Pelosi poo. Join us. And join the Declaration of Independence. Yes, it's going to be a beautiful scroll. Fantastic. I'm going to be in here with my feathered quill. We're going to do it right here on the show, DC. We're going to, we're going to sit right here and we're going to fill out names. In calligraphy? We're going to read names right here. Okay. Oh, we've been, uh, uh, Tony, Lady Tony, there at the distribution center, she's been collecting everybody's names. Yes. For the Pelosi poo. People are like, you're so childish. Yeah, damn straight. That's did, why I'm going to live forever, people. Maybe till Thursday. Did you say who this was benefiting? It's not benefiting anybody. Okay. Uh, it's not benefiting anybody. Okay. If they no, buy the poo, though. No, the poo, the poo, the fee, the sponsorship just gets it to Pelosi. Okay. It gets Got it. it to Pelosi. Um, it is going to benefit. It is, go, it is going to benefit some stuff. And the main thing that it's going to benefit is, uh, is Chad Prather. Yeah, no, I see that. Are we sending a copy to each person who purchases the... No, but we are, we are we? going to do something with the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Uh, I haven't decided what yet. And, and we are, what we're doing is basically the donations are donations. And we're sitting back and we're looking, we're collecting that, and we're going to look and see where it's needed, right? Sure. And we, don't, we haven't named like any kind of charity or a benefit or anything like that. But I want it to be political. I want it to be something that's driven. I want it, I want it to be something, especially after this last impeachment scam, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, want, I, want, I want it to go to something worthwhile that is for, that is for patriots. It needs maybe, to be pretty because you need to be able to hang it in the state capitol. Well, like, yeah, yeah. There you go. We are going to have a beautiful parchment uh, with okay. the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to write it out, Thomas Jefferson style. And it's going to be a fun little document. And then we're going to put people's names on there that good. sign up on there. And it's basically signing your life away. Okay, good. You're small on the print. Declaration of Independence. Yeah, Independence. Read, don't read the small print. Yeah. We'll put a little asterisk down there for the people who don't want to get hung. It'll be good. Yeah, we'll put a little asterisk. They were like, they did it, but they didn't mean it. Yeah. They did it, but they did Hey, Dolly, how are you, baby? Look Come on up her. here. Come up here. Look at her with her little Trump patch on there. She got a little Trump patch Growing on so there. Big. She's so she's representing, Maybe. man. Maybe. She's a patriot. She's an unapologetic patriot. I've been putting unapologetic patriot stuff out there, and people are like, "Oh, so that means you're an insurrectionist?" No, I'm a freaking patriot. Chill out. And that's what it means. Yeah, you're not a patriot. You're a liar. You hate this country. You hate this country. Yeah, well, you've never sat down long enough to write out the Declaration of Independence. True. Yeah. It's commitment. We we declare ourselves independent from Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> bullshit. Is it going to be written on a scroll of toilet paper? No, <laughs> it's too hard to do. Oh, but it will be a fine, fine parchment document, and we will be tired of the Pelosi bullshit. That's good. We're going to declare our independence from Pelosi, Madam Speaker. We hereby declare that we are independent from your BS. Spoken in good colonial English. Good colonial yeah. English. My daughter had to drop a history class in college. Uh, she called me last week. She's a little worried about it. She said, I dropped a class. And I said, what was it? She goes, 
history. And I said, oh, I bet it was. What happened? And she went on to tell me about the crazy revisionist crap that her professor mm. was teaching and the way she was teaching it and how she was making it impossible to pass the class unless you were willing to buy into her baloney. And I said, drop it. We're not funding bad ideology. Drop it. Take another class with another professor. Get the same credit. Nonsense. Good. Do you know the percentage of loyalists to the crown there were at the beginning of the Revolutionary War? 17%. There were 100% losers. Oh, okay. 100% losers. That was one of the questions. That was one of the questions. How many loyalists to the crown? Uh, well, you know what? I gave a shit about 0% of them. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Ah, <laughs> uh, what a what a day to be back! What a day to be back! I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back too. My book, "Am I Crazy," comes out in August. I'm so excited about it. Am I crazy? Look at my white-headed ass right I mean, now. What do you think? I mean, you know, I was I've been I've been working. Uh, the snowmageddon kind of helped me take some time and 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 kind of work on the manuscript. Uh, because I have, a, I have a big portion of it that, that has to be turned in March 1st. So I was reading back through it, and finally, finally, you know, it's like giving birth to something. And finally, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, I'm kind of proud of it. Like, I'm, I'm proud of what I, what's been written and what's there and what it's saying and the message that's coming across. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got some profundities in it that, I, that I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. And so I'm finally looking at it going, okay, it's a pretty good-looking baby. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Am I crazy? Comes out is there in August. Entire chapter about me? Nope. There's not yet. There's not yet. There could be. Hang tight. We'll be right back. watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is go check it out uh get over there i don't know when our next show is we got some stuff coming up we're gonna be in memphis we're gonna be in fort smith arkansas we're going to be in el dorado arkansas april 1 april 2 april 3 uh so put that on your calendar memphis tennessee we got fort smith arkansas el dorado arkansas april 1 2 and 3 don't you have something march 6th local uh, yeah, we're going to be in Burleson, Texas. The, the Ragamuffins. Ooh, fun. The Ragamuffins. That's their, is this their first stop on well, the Well, it's not. I mean, we've tour. already performed yeah. together. I mean, we, I know, we, they were with me in College Station. They were with me down in Marble Falls, Horseshoe Bay. But this will be just a Ragamuffin show, just us, nothing else. Uh, and we're going to be at Lone Star Cafe in Burleson, Texas. It's a world tour. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're famous. Got to start somewhere. You know, we've been doing our little yeah. harmonies. on the. Ca- it sounds better with a sound system, trust me. Uh, than just when we sit on the couch and sing harmony songs to an iPhone. The, the quality mm-hmm, is not so mm-hmm, good, but mm-hmm. it's fun. An auto tune? Well, it helps when you can, when you can mix it <laughs> a little bit and, and sing through a microphone. You don't need that. You How did we sound it. Saturday night? Sounded great. Yeah, Sounded so good? you don't need really it. Good. It was, it was good. Uh, I, was, my, I got this cough, so my voice was a little off, but my voice is always a little off, and that's the beauty of it. I need to talk to the, whoever's in charge of the ragamuffin, see if I can do a live uh, taping of my show. All right. That might be fun. Uh, An hour before you. We, uh, that's a good idea. Um, 
Uh, we're in studio tomorrow. We're, we're going in the recording studio, the Ragamuffins, Steve Helms, Ben McPherson, and myself. Uh, we're going to record two songs that are going to be on iTunes. One is an original song that Steve and I wrote along with our buddy Rob Redwine. And uh, it's a good song. It's a good little song. I love y'all. God bless you. Uh, be sure to subscribe to The Blaze. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.